Welcome to Making the Leap, the podcast for women who are ready to jump into their future and make those lady boss business dreams come true. With your host, me, Rachel Perry, fellow female entrepreneur, wife, mom, and your personal business building guru. This is where we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious entrepreneurial booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the specific strategies I've used to build my own online business from the ground up. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I hope that you guys had a great weekend. I hope this episode finds you well. Let me tell you, it's tough trying to get ready to record this podcast. You guys, I don't know what's going on, but (laughs) these past two weeks have been really tough. And in fact, I was going to go live yesterday or at least record my podcast yesterday. And I was just so lacking in energy. And I don't mean like physical energy, but I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to show up the way I want to show up for you guys. And so I decided to wait until the last minute to record my episode so that I could really be present with you guys and really give you best I could. So I'm setting it up, getting ready to record, (laughs) and there's no sound. No sound at all. My mic's not working. It's not turning on. I fiddled with it and fiddled with it and fiddled with it. Freaking out because you guys like I've waited to the last minute and I need to get this to my editor so that she has time to edit it and doesn't have to work on the weekends. You guys, my office is a disaster because I finally figured out that it was the cord that was connecting my mic to the computer. And it's just obviously gone wonky and it's time to get a new one. So I went through all the bags of cords that my husband has so nicely and neatly wrapped up and put away. And now my office is a mess. (laughs) But that's okay. Because guess what? I am here now and we are recording. And I am excited about this episode. This week, I'm going to be talking to you guys about how to create content when you just feel like you have no clue where to start, or you feel like you've just completely exhausted all your options and you've got nothing left to give. So that's what we're talking about this week. But before we do that, it's time to read a review. This is becoming one of my very favorite things. I'm not even joking. It's just so much fun to read what you guys are writing. And I so appreciate it. Remember, if you write a review and I read it on my podcast, I'm going to be sending you a little something in the mail as a thank you for being a listener and for leaving me a review. So let's get to this week's review, shall we? This review is from NP2012. She writes, as someone who is struggling to launch an online business, I was so excited to find this amazing podcast. Rachel loves to keep it real. And I often feel like she has a window into my own doubts and fears. If you're considering starting your own business, or if you just need help getting out of your own way, I know you'll find this podcast just as helpful as I do. NP 2012. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. And I'm so happy that this podcast is helping you step out and take that leap. Girl, make sure that you 
Email me at heyrachelperry at gmail.com so I can get you all hooked up with a little gift. All right, guys, let's get into this week's episode. So as a business owner, you are constantly coming up with content, right? You need to have content. You need to have content for your social media accounts. You need to have content for your emails. You need to have content so you know what to teach. And sometimes it can get exhausting. I don't know about you, but I have definitely had times when I have looked at my Instagram (laughs) or I've looked at my Facebook page or I've sat there waiting to go live and thought, what do they need? What do they want to hear from me? Have I exhausted it all? And the truth of the matter is, of course, I haven't exhausted it all. None of us have. There's so much wealth out there, right? Wealth of knowledge and wealth, but that's not what this podcast episode is about. So I came up with some ideas that will help you come up with your content, okay? And we will be all rocking it out after this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get ready. And you're definitely gonna wanna take notes for this one. So I have to be real and let you know that creating content is not always easy for me. It's becoming easier for sure because I'm kind of getting into the groove of things. After seven years of owning my own business, you'd think that I'd have it down by now. And I do, but... There are still times when I think, huh, what should I talk about? So when all else fails, I always try to reflect on stories from real life. You guys, if you look at your real life, (laughs) at life as we know it, you are going to have stories to share. You are going to be able to relate them back to your area of expertise. I love to teach women how to build their business. I love to teach women how to find their strength and feel empowered. I love to teach women how to figure out what direction they need to go in. So all my life experiences, I'm constantly thinking, how can this relate to my audience? How can my audience learn something from this experience? Let me give you an example. If you follow me on Instagram, then you've definitely seen my post about my inner mean girl attacking me (laughs) when I was trying to climb a mountain on our trip in England a few weeks ago. Let me just paint the picture for you if you didn't see this post. So just a few weeks ago, I took my family to England, my husband, my three kids. We actually went to Ireland and England. I am actually originally from England. So it was kind of a family reunion there. My entire family was there, my brother, my sister, their kids, my parents. And we had a chance to just really connect. The first day we were there, though, we all decided to go take a walk. Now, my brother, who lives there, runs up mountains for fun. Okay, so like already I'm thinking we shouldn't have Matthew decide where we're going to walk because he runs up mountains, (laughs) something I most definitely do not do. But there was such chaos and we didn't know what we were doing. And then we all decided to go for a walk. So it didn't occur to me to say anything until we got there. We parked the cars and we're just moseying along the side of the road, knowing that we were going to go off on a trail of some sort. So I was like, oh, look at this. Isn't it pretty? And so then we cross the road and we go through a gate and I look up and I thought, no, that must be, we must be just going up a little hill and then it'll flatten out. So I'm going and we go up through another gate and close it. And 
then the path that we're taking continues to go up. And I'm at this point exhausted. And we've literally maybe walked up the hill for like a minute, maybe. And I looked at my brother and I said, Matthew, does this level out at all? And he was like, no, this is easy. It'll be steep for a little while. And then it evens out. It's not a big deal. So I'm like, okay, stupidly believing my brother, (laughs) stupidly thinking, oh, okay, he said, you know, this is easy. Like, I don't know what I was thinking, thinking he would, whatever. Anyway, so we start walking up the mountain and they all somehow get way beyond me. My daughters, my husband, my dad, my sister, her three-year-old, her four-year-old, and her almost six-year-old, my brother-in-law, they're all ahead of me. And I'm there with my son and my mom. John Mark, my son, kept taking breaks. He was exhausted. And suddenly, like, y'all, I don't know what happened. I started crying because I was hating every single minute of that hike. Hated it. And the reason I hated it is because I was being flooded with all of these thoughts in my head. Like, you can't do this. What are you thinking? You can't do this. No, you aren't fit enough for this. No way. What are you thinking? You may as well quit now because it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. How embarrassing for you to be sitting down while everyone else is already at the top of the mountain. And you guys, these thoughts, they just came flooding in and I just sobbed. And I turned around and looked at my mom and I said, Mom, this is triggering me and I don't know what I'm going to do. She said, Rachel, take my walking stick. You guys, my mom is 69 years old. She was like, please take my walking stick. I'm like, no, you need your walking stick. You're 69. I don't need a walking stick. She's like, no, just take it, Rachel. I refused because of my pride. And also because I was a little bit concerned about her doing it without the walking stick because she has fallen a couple of times, not recently, but she also just got over a back injury. So I'm like, yeah, that's messed up that your daughter is taking the walking stick from you as you hike up a mountain. And in my eyes, like you guys, this was like straight up. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that's what it felt like. So we would go a little ways. I would stop. I would sob. I would go a little ways, stop. And I'm like, I can't go anymore. I just can't go anymore. So my mom said, look, I'm just going to go to the top and see how much further it is. And I was like, okay, okay. I just want to turn around and go back down. And my mom was like, well, just I'll be back. I'm going to go see how far it is. I mean, you guys, again, my mom is going on up there like it ain't no thing. And here I am sobbing because I'm so exhausted and in pain. And I can feel my heart literally beating out of my chest, trying to be strong for my son. But I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> can we just quit and go back down? And then my daughter, my youngest daughter kept waiting for me. And she'd be like, mommy, are you okay? Are you okay? So this was like a whole thing. Those mean girl thoughts just kept running through my head. Like, oh, what an embarrassment you are for the family. Oh, they're all sitting up there talking about you thinking how the reason you can't do this is because you're overweight or the reason you can't do this is because you're unfit or the reason you can't do this is because you've never been athletic. All these ridiculous lies came running through my head. Finally, my mom comes back and she says, Rachel, it's not that much further. You can do this. And I'm like sobbing and I'm pissed too, you guys. Like I'm not just crying, but I'm like mad. So we finally get to the top. My kids are delighted. I'm pissed. I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm really mad at you, Matthew. I can't believe you made us do this. You know, and everyone goes, but look at the view. And I was like, the view isn't that great. The view is just as good as it was down below. (laughs) 
because we were in a beautiful part of the world. But I mean, Rachel, right? Like for real? But I was so angry and so triggered and so upset that I couldn't enjoy where I was. I couldn't enjoy what I had just overcome. My son, however, kept saying, I am so proud of myself for not quitting. I'm like, good for you. What a great lesson for you. But not for me. I'm still pissed. (laughs) But once I let go of that anger, and once I let go of that disappointment in myself, and it took a little while, it took until I got to the bottom, (laughs) two hours later. But I realized that I can do hard things. And that quite possibly was the hardest thing I have ever done. I'm sure there have been harder things, but that's the one that I can remember. And I am using that experience for so much content, you guys. I shared it on my Instagram account, talking about the Mean Girl Thoughts. I'm sharing it now on my podcast, giving you an example of how you can use content in your life. It's going to be one of those stories that I tell over and over and over again. It might make it to on stage one day because it is such a powerful story and there are so many pieces of content I can take from that. And that's what I want you to do. When you feel like you are stuck coming up with content, think back to those events in your life, those times in your life where you just feel like you've learned a lot. Maybe it's something funny. Maybe it's something sad. Maybe it's something powerful. Whatever it is, think about it. And when you're living your life, going through your daily life and something happens, try to remember it and think about how that can relate to your audience and what they're going through. The second idea that I have for you when it comes to creating content is to really give yourself the time to get inspired. I think the busyness of life can just be a huge distraction to us as business owners. And it's so important to give yourself the time to get inspired. Now, you can't go, okay, you know what? I am going to go to the beach today and I'm going to get inspired. Ready? Go. I don't mean that. But what I do mean is plan time in your calendar, in your month, where you can just have white space. Like, Nothing written down on your calendar, nothing planned where you can just be. No chores, no running around. Like maybe it's hanging out with your family. Maybe it's going for a walk around the lake. Maybe it's taking a walk down the beach. Maybe it's climbing a mountain. Okay. But I mean, maybe that does inspire you. It clearly doesn't inspire me, but it certainly inspires my brother. So find what, plan white space into your calendar so that you have this time to just be. Because sometimes, oftentimes, when you're not running around like a crazy person, when you don't have meetings here, you're picking up kids here, you're volunteering here, you're doing this there, when you have some open space, when you have that white space, that's when inspiration comes. You don't have to plan a weekend away, although that would be nice. You don't have to make sure that you have this space where you can get inspired, although that's nice. But just plan some white space in your life so that you free your mind up to become inspired. Okay, the third idea when it comes to creating content is to think back to things you've learned from your mentors. I know that I go back through my notebooks from conferences I've attended, from my mastermind retreats, from coaching calls I've been on. You guys, if you're not taking notes at these events, you need to make sure that you're taking notes 
okay? I have so many notebooks. And yes, I don't look through them all the time. But yesterday, I actually found one that I'd forgotten about. And I was just flipping through the pages. And I got so inspired because there were so many great pieces of content that I can now use for my audience, for you guys. And it was exciting. So make sure that you're taking notes at these events during your coaching calls, have a notebook with you all the time so that when you're listening to a podcast and you get inspired, write it down. And then look back over your notes. Use those to trigger ideas for creating your content. Now, this is one, this last idea that I have for you guys is nothing new. In fact, none of these ideas are anything new, but these are ideas that work for me. Now, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, and if you're not, you need to be. But if you are, you heard me talk probably about Pat Flynn's most recent book called Superfans. I cannot get over how chock full this book is with ideas. Is that a phrase, chock full? Did I just make that up? Well, if I did, it's a new phrase. <laughs> but what I mean is there are just so many actionable ideas in there for growing your audience and growing a really committed audience. But one that he pointed out, and I've heard this so many times, but for some reason, reading it in this book yesterday, it hit home, right? It drove it all the way home. Oh my gosh, did I say the wrong thing again? Who knows? (laughs) But ask your audience what they need. If you have an audience, ask your audience. Maybe you only have a list of 50 people. Guess what? That's awesome because you can now privately message each one of those people and say, hey, thanks so much for being a part of my list. I just wanted to touch base with you to see if you had any questions about your business, anything at all. It's so important for me to know how I can help my audience and you letting me know what you're struggling with helps me do just that. So ask me anything. How can I help you? Guys, I just did that. I randomly selected like five people from my audience and I emailed them because I genuinely want to know what struggles they're having in their business. Because if I teach them if the answers to struggles that I think they have, but it's not what they have, then that's not going to hit home, is it? They're just going to feel like I'm not giving them anything of value and they'll leave. But when I ask them what they need and then I deliver those answers, then I'm growing a committed audience. I'm growing that super fan. So make sure that you are asking them. Now, if you don't have an audience, obviously this is not something that you're gonna do right now. But know that you will be building an audience and you should be building an audience. And when you start doing that, then you should start asking them. Always find out what they need and speak to them and speak to their needs and their pain points. I hope that you have a lot of ideas from this podcast episode today. Creating content is something that sometimes a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. But I just need you to know that if that is something that you do struggle with, you're not alone. It's normal to face these roadblocks sometimes when you just can't figure out what to share. That's so normal. You need to take some time to get inspired. You need to look back through those notebooks of notes. You need to start listening to podcasts to get ideas. You need to reflect on your own life, your own lessons that you've learned, your own experiences. How can they relate to what your audience struggles with? You guys, 
Thanks for being here this week. I am so excited about next week's episode. I have a guest coming on who I have followed probably for, gosh, at least seven years. Her name is Megan, but she's known on the Instagram as Skinny Meg. And she also has her own boutique called the Ollie Marie Boutique. And I'm going to be talking to her all about why she left corporate America, how she got up the courage to do it, and then start a boutique from her home. So you guys definitely want to tune in for that. Until next time, my friends, have an amazing week. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you so much for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's show and have a friend who might benefit from this episode or even the whole podcast, send them a link, share this episode or screenshot it, share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I would truly be so honored. And as a thank you for sharing me on Instagram, you'll be entered into a drawing for an Amazon gift card. Who doesn't love Amazon Prime. Am I right? And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on Instagram where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends, take care.